Hello, and welcome to the Financial Emancipation Podcast. I'm your host, Malik Branch, and this is a daily podcast discussing the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Happy Friday. We're down to, today is the fourth, so we're four days into the month of May. These months will fly by so quickly. We're into the second quarter of the year. We're going to turn around again. It's going to be June 30th, and we'll be halfway through the year. So just keep that in mind as the time just kind of flies by. So for whatever goals you have for your finances this year, understand that 2018 is flying by. So get on top of them, track them, see where you are, and make sure you can kind of start to check things off your list as you're getting towards the halfway point of the year. And understand that even if you haven't achieved any of the goals that you set out for yourself in 2018, there is still plenty of time for you to make a plan, put a plan of action together, and begin to execute that plan and see results. So don't ever think that it's too late. You should wait till another time. Every new day is the perfect day to start over. So just don't ever think you have to wait till the beginning of a new month, the beginning of a new week. Today is the perfect day for you to start over and begin to walk towards your financial freedom. So never get that confused. And I want to encourage you for that on a Friday because sometimes it can really feel, I know that sometimes you look at things and you're like, I've been chipping away at this forever. I don't really see any results or I got too busy to really do anything differently. Don't allow the, that kind of stuff to beat you down. So for myself, um, I've been working on my on my debt and paying down credit card debt that I have. Um, I had gotten both of my credit cards down to 30%, um, less than 30% utilization. And my one car, my Amex, went back up because I told you guys last month I had to pay for a really expensive car repair. So that I wanted to pay back down. So I'm focusing back on that a little more aggressively. And I decided that along with that aggression I'm going to put towards my finances, I wanted to get back to working out. And so I had been a runner for a while. I had um, I ran a half marathon here in Brooklyn. Like I really had been focused on running for a while. And then I just stopped. <laughs> And I tried to insert other types of workouts and things, but it just never really stuck. And I can tell the difference. I feel like I've put on a couple of pounds and I just don't feel like the best version of myself. And so I'm like, you know what? It's time to start focusing on working out in the same way I'm aggressively focusing on my finances. So I packed my bag this morning. I'll be going to the gym this afternoon. And just putting that same level of intention that I put into my finances, into other things in my life that are really important to me. Now, I've talked on this podcast about the cost of a gym and gym membership. And so I had recently gotten out of a long-term gym membership that I wasn't using. And so I saved myself about $150 a year. And so now I am going to be smarter about this. I'm going, I have a friend who has a membership who she can bring a guest and she happens to be working out tonight. So if I go with her, I go to the gym for free. And so I'm going to go with her tonight and And that's a good way for me to kind of decide if I want to use the gym without just going in, committing my finances to it without having, without knowing that I am committed to doing it. And so if that means I have to be flexible and go work out on her schedule because she works out like six days a week, that's perfectly fine. And I will see about that and and work on going and being committed before I go ahead and and commit to joining the gym and spending the money. In addition, I have some swimming classes I'm going to be taking. So I have some, some plans of action. 
And it, it's really about focusing the same level of energy that I am on my finances on other parts of my life and realizing that achieving goals, it all comes together um, with the same type of, you have to use the same type of effort, set a goal, be held accountable and work and make a plan and work towards it. So I'm applying all of that to both my personal finances and to getting myself back on the on the good foot with working out, but still being financially responsible in a sense of not going and just jumping in with a financial commitment before I know if I'm actually committed. So just keep that in mind. So today, I today's Friday, and so I do um, response to questions that I receive or kind of things that people ask me about during the week. And we're going to keep with that theme today. So one of the things that um, came up for me this week um, was a question about refinancing your home. So if you are a homeowner and you, um, you being a homeowner in general, there, there's constantly the question about whether you should refinance. The beginning of that conversation comes up when you are a person whose interest rate may not have been the best when you got the loan. So for example, if you are a person who, who had, when you purchased your home, maybe it was a few years ago, maybe it was, let's say back in the 2007, 2008 time, um, interest rates were higher, particularly they were giving you a higher interest rate if your credit and your, your finances didn't necessarily mean that you were eligible, they gave you a higher interest rate. That was before things kind of got shut down. So at that point, you may have had a 6% interest rate, right? And then through the crisis, we rebounded, et cetera. Interest rates were down because they were trying to encourage people to buy homes again. So interest rates went down to about 3%. So if you were in that situation where you had a, you had a mortgage, you have a mortgage that was, your interest rate was 6% and now available interest rates are lower, like half of what you have. And your credit and your expense, your um, your credit is better. Your income is better. It is a good thing to do to refinance. What can happen when you refinance in that situation is that your payments, particularly if you refinance your home for the same um, for the same duration of time, meaning you do another thirty year fixed mortgage, you can in that instance end up with a lower monthly payment than what you're paying prior. Most of the time, that's what you'll end up, particularly if the interest rate is such a drastic thing. So in that space, you can decide if that is your situation and your credit and everything is good. You can decide to do that if you need to lower your mortgage payment for any reason, or you can decide to do that because at that point, if you have equity in your home, you can take out additional money from the home. The, the, the payment could either be end up being the same or lower, and you could utilize that money to remodel, do things in the home that you need to do. Uh, at the same time, if you have no equity in the home or very low equity, you can just refinance the mortgage in the sense that you would then have the ability to have a lower a lower rate. Now, keeping in mind, refinancing has closing costs and all those things. So there is a cost to refinancing. But in an, insta- in an instance where you're going to pay half of your interest rate, it is a valuable thing to do to refinance. Other people tend when they have, even if they have some equity in their home, they consider refinancing when they want to take money, meaning the equity out of their home in order to consolidate debt. Consolidation of debt and paying paying off debt can seem like a good idea to refinance a home, except that quite often when people do debt consolidations in general or any ways people do you know, things where they can wipe up debt particularly bankruptcy. The thing about bankruptcy is that it limits your ability to begin to obtain credit for a certain amount of time in order to stop you from what appears to be your impulse, which is to overspend credit when you have it. 
if you do a debt consolidation in the sense that you consolidate all your bills, you go into your home, you do a refinance, you take out equity out of your home, you get a cash check, you take that check and you pay all the bills. The contingency there is that you must in fact be disciplined enough to actually pay off the bills and not re rebuild up that same level of debt. That is why I do not advise a person who is in a serious amount of credit card debt as to be the first thing that they do is to go into their home. It's something that you can do rather than filing for bankruptcy. But I think a lot of skills have to be put into place that are about, um, you have to put things into place to speak about whether or not you're going to be committed and, and you're going to utilize this properly. So what it boils down to is that, you know, it can be something that is valuable if you have home equity, if you have equity in your home and you've gotten into a position with a lot of credit card debt. But just understand that you need to first address the reason that you got into such a level of credit card debt before you kind of decide to go into something very um, serious as refinancing your home and taking equity out of your home to pay off debt now if you got into if there was a situation where it was like medical debt or something that you that you know was unavoidable but if it's simply credit card debt that you used and shopped and did all this stuff it's really you have to be committed to a new way before you should go ahead and and um and refinance for that purpose. So just keep that in mind. And the other purposes for refinancing your home are if you want to shorten the term. Sometimes people decide that they had a 30-year mortgage and they, they believe they can be more aggressive and in a better position to refi to um to pay off on a 15-year loan. And just simply paying your mortgage in advance is not it can cannot be a satisfactory to some people. They really want to be able to go into it with a, a, a better interest rate and a 15-year mortgage with a new payment and just kind of go that way. So that's another way. Um, to, to do it and if you are in an adjustable rate mortgage and you prefer as you should to go into a fixed rate mortgage that's the prime t prime reason to to refinance your home because sometimes when you buy a home you're only able to get an adjustable rate mortgage at that time um given the different circumstances around your um around your your finances and so it gives you maybe it's an adjustable rate mortgage that will adjust in five years and so if you can you should try to um try to get out of that that adjustable rate because usually you'll get a lower rate in the beginning you'll get a really low rate and then you'll end up with an adjustable rate meaning it'll go up from maybe like three percent to like ten percent um in like five years and so that will really f adjust your payment a lot and it's oftentimes something that most people can't afford so those are really good reasons to refinance. Keep in mind that refinancing is not free. It's not something that you can just go and do. And so there are costs associated with it. And again, refinancing for the purpose of upgrading your home and something that's going to increase the value of the home is really good. I refinanced my home uh, for multiple reasons. I refinanced to adjust my, my rate because I had a higher rate when I first um, got the mortgage. And then I was able to refinance at this point and get a like substantially. My, my interest rate went down by 60%. My payments went down. Um, my payments went down substantially. Actually, went down probably like three hundred dollars per month, and I had taken out money equity that I had in the home in order to redo my kitchen. So that was like a win-win-win. Um, so I have a lower, I have a lower rate, a lower mortgage every month. I have, um, I was able to redo, I got do a full renovation to my kitchen, which increased the value of my home. And I was able to adjust my interest rate, which at that time went, like I said, went down 60%. 
there are some things that come with that and just as a FYI so when you do change your interest rate particularly and this is going to change a little bit with the new the new rates for the new tax law that was passed um, by this administration but um, you were able to claim a deduction on your taxes at the end of the year for the interest you pay on your mortgage and so that is a really big thing for most people because most people have mortgages with substantial interest on them and you could claim as a deduction that amount of money you paid in interest and when you can do that um, when I had done that in prior years because my interest rate was so high I had a huge amount to, to as a deduction and so after the refinance I had to anticipate that that deduction was going to be lower and um, it, it changed my taxable you know my taxable base and so it turned out this year um, I had to pay uh, the IRS because I had I owed taxes because in the prior years I had a higher amount to deduct because my interest rate was higher and I paid more in interest the value to that is that the last year because I had done the refinance I paid less in interest which means I had more of my money for myself rather than paying it in interest and I didn't have to wait for the IRS to give it back so it's things like that. Everything in your finances, there are things that have different effects, you know, so you want to keep that in mind. Everything is not, not many things in your finances are singular where they only affect one thing. So doing a refinance, which was a great thing, had an impact, which could, can be considered negative on my taxes, but it's not particularly negative to me because I was able to, um, I'm able to save money all year long and keep the money to, for myself so I can spend it the way I wanted to spend it. And because I had anticipated that and knew that that was a potential, um, a potential kind of ramification of the refinance, I then had, um, I had money set aside in case I had to pay and I had to pay <laughs> and the IRS takes their money fast. So, um, so that's really a summary of that, um, based on the question that I received and a little bit of information about my own personal experience. So I hope that was helpful to anyone who was considering refinancing their mortgage. Again, remember that equity is key. If you want to try to get money out of your, out of your home and considering if you're going to be disciplined about any of the money you take out is important. And if you have a high interest rate, it is a refinancing is excellent, particularly if you're going to go down, if the interest rate is going to go down a couple of points, you really should consider it because you're spending more, way more money than you should, um, than you should on your, on your mortgage. So it can really help you out to, to kind of free up money during the month because it could actually lower your, your payment every month. So those are things to consider. And on Friday, when I answer questions, if you have any questions for me that you would like me to answer next Friday, send me an email at Malik, M-A-L-I-E-K, at thefinancialemancipation.com. Again, that's Malik, M-A-L-I-E-K, at thefinancialemancipation.com. Um, if you haven't already done so, please head on over to Instagram and follow me at Financial Emancipation. Follow me on Twitter at F-I-N Emancipation. And follow me on Facebook. Um, the Facebook is at Financial Emancipation. Join the Facebook group, which is the Financial Emancipation um, it's a great group. We're having great conversation. We were just having a good, a good discussion yesterday about, um, investing in Baltimore and homes in Baltimore. They have a program there, which is, um, really interesting. And we were discussing about potentially doing that. So we talk about a lot of good things in the group. So if you haven't already been part of it or joined, please head on over, click the link, join the group, participate. It's great. Um, a few of our part participants from the April No Shopping Challenge are, are doing the same challenge for the month of May. So shout outs to you guys. You're five days in. You, um, you're, you're four days in and you're really doing a great job. So push through the weekend and we're going to really recap that in the month of June. I can't wait to hear about it. And as a final note, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. So this month I will be doing a podcast um, and have a guest on who's a, a professional cl clinician who will talk about 
um, the cost of mental health care, um, how it can be inco incorporated into your budget, and why it's critical to, to address um, any mental health issues that you may have um, and how they can tie into how you manage your finances. So that'll be coming up in May, as well as um, we'll be doing a webinar this month, which will be really interesting and fascinating. And just that we're getting things moving and rolling. If you haven't done so, check out the website, uh, thefinancialemancipation.com. Um, if you're listening to this podcast on iTunes, please don't forget to click on the stars and rate, rate and then review this podcast. That really helps me to generate more listeners to the podcast. Um, if you're listening to it on SoundCloud, you can follow me on SoundCloud. That's really helpful. And if you like the podcast when you're listening, just click on the like button on SoundCloud. And the best thing that I can ask for you guys to do is share. If you are listening to this podcast, enjoy it we're 80 I think two episodes in if you really enjoy it share it with three friends send it over to three friends and say hey check this podcast out listen to it um, see what you think um, and hopefully they'll do the same thing so we just want to get the message out so that everyone that we know can move forward towards their financial emancipation getting free from the burden of your finances thank you for joining me today have a great day and have a wonderful weekend I'll talk to you guys again on Monday bye bye